Welcome to On Course, the teaching ministry of Pastor Hart Ramsey. And the wisdom of God transcends, it lifts you over. Where we offer simple biblical insight into some of life's most pressing issues. Love is a manifestation of strength. The Holy Spirit produces nothing but strength in us. I want to show you. Prepare for the next few minutes to be encouraged, enlightened, and inspired. Let's join Pastor Ramsey and get on course. What's going on, family? It's your man, Gerard Bonner of Bonner Fide Radio. And hey, this is On Course with Heart Ramsey. And of course, we call these sessions Heart to Heart, where you get the opportunity to hear from the heart of Pastor Heart Ramsey as he downloads what's in his heart to your heart. Pastor Heart, how are you, sir? I'm doing well, Gerard. How are you doing? I am well. So this is interesting. There was a huge fascination a couple of weeks ago with Rob Kardashian and Black China. <laughs> uh, literally, I woke up one morning and I'm trying to figure out why is everybody saying go follow Rob Kardashian's uh, social media rant. And he goes off about, uh, you know, what's happening with Black China, her cheating on him, all this jazz. And it just really turns into to quite the spectacle. Um and then there were people who were making comparisons between the two of them and what happened with Mary J. Blige and her husband. Um, right. And where they kind of looked at Mary J. Blige as the victim. In this case with Rob Kardashian, they looked at Rob kind of like, why are you whining? This is who Black China allegedly was anyway. Here's my right. question. First of all, why do we think that there is a double standard in viewing these kinds of activities in both of these cases? Well, you know, <laughs> first of all, I didn't, I didn't follow this story. I saw it and I was like, I was like, you know what? I'm not doing this. <laughs> <laughs> You're way too intelligent to follow this stuff. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I don't have time. My word was, but, but I think the double standard comes from, um, it, it just comes from people's perception. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 then again, believe it or not, there's a racial factor in there as well. Mm. Um, so there's, so there's a, there's a, a gender factor, and then there's a racial factor. In, in this in this case, I'll be honest with you. From I mean, everyone saw this coming. Yeah. Because because the relationship, um, uh, when you look at who the two people are, okay, you kind of and, and without judgment, without judgment, you sure. can see that the, that the attraction was not all. Um, just between two people, there were there were the peripherals. There was her physical um, attributes, and then mm-hmm. it was his financial <laughs> attributes. Right, and and so there, there is there was this thing that that I suspected that the relationship wasn't honest from the beginning. Okay, you know, uh, Mary J's situation, on the other hand, to me was unfortunate because um, the way it was built. In my mind, at least, when Mary J. first connected with this gentleman, was that she had finally found someone. Right. And so, um, and the, the way it was presented was that um, that he was the one that, that was would hold her down and all this stuff. And and then the, when, uh, the fallout from it was, and the crazy part to me, at the end was how much she had to pay him. Right. I, I was like, wait a minute, I, what did I miss? How was she paying him spousal support or, or alimony when he was wrong? So right. I don't. I, there, there seems to be another aspect of that that's not public. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. But with, with these, let me tell you what, what's going on um, with this is that the, the, you have the, these people who are famous. What does Black China do for a living? I have no clue. 
and what we know what Rob Kardashian does. Mm-hmm. He's a he's a Kardashian. So, right. <laughs> so so you have these people who are, who are famous for being famous, and and they distract us um, from from the the real issues of life, and we we're tracking with them. I just I just I don't know. I I don't think it's as and, and when you look at the pictures, I'm <laughs> let me stop. I mean, <laughs> I gotta stop. <laughs> you know, they're people, and, and let me. I'll say this: if I were counseling in a situation like this, here's what I would say. First of all, I say, Rob, keep it real. Yeah. Um, you should have seen this coming from the beginning. Not that she's a bad person. Mm-hmm. Is that she kind of tipped her hand to let you know what, what, what she was interested in. And I want to say this. I, I heard someone say this a long time ago, and it's true. Mm-hmm. If, if you, whatever you use to bait your hook with, mm. is, it determines what type of fish you're going to catch. Wow. So, so if you, if, if you're boasting of your possessions and your house and your this and your that or your car or your money or whatever, and, and you catch a person based on that bait, that's what they're there for. That's a good point. It doesn't mean that they love you. It doesn't mean that they're committed to you. It just means that that's the bait you use. So you have to be careful that with what kind of, kind of type of bait you use to, to attract the kind of person you're looking for because the, um, the same bait is not used for every fish. Mm. Certain fish like certain kind of bait, right. and so I think in this situation she was attracted to him plus his money, or his money plus him. I'm not sure. I don't even believe that he has any money of his own. Mm-hmm. And to me, he was attracted to her physical attributes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And 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 I'm gonna go a step further. This may offend some people, but he may he may have also been attracted to the fact that that she's a woman of color, mm-hmm. and 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 that um, in to some degree, as you can see from the from the um the t-shirts and stuff that. Um, there's a Kardashian story with the T-shirts and stuff. You can see that there's a, there's a desire with the Kardashians to connect with the African American community, and I'm not in any way being stereotypical or racist. That's not what this is about. I'm saying right. that we have to be honest with ourselves and, and ask ourselves, why do I want that that particular person? What is it that attracts me to the person? Mm-hmm. I'm not going too deep with this, but no. Th- this, this is what it speaks to me. It speaks to me a lot of times when we look at a relationship that comes apart. And everybody said, oh, I can't believe he did this. I can't believe. And what what we miss is the reason they were together in the first place. That's right. That's what right. Was, was, it a convi- was it a commitment or a convenience? You know, uh, um, sometimes, uh, you know, um, we want every story to be a love story. Right. The fact of the matter is a lot of stories are lust stories. And the thing about lust is that it has a timetable. It runs its course and it's not forever. Yeah. Yeah. It's very you you nailed it. You nailed it. And I think that, you know, part of as you were talking about that, one of the things that came out with with Rob Kardashian was, you know, that he used his money to help enhance uh, her body. And she <laughs> she didn't appreciate that. And so really, as you look at both of them, it kind of reminds me of this whole idea that you've been talking about, uh, certainly at NCC for the last couple of weeks of of covetousness, as we called it. And, and you had a different pronunciation, which I'm still working on. So I'm um, that's the, that's the island pronunciation. Oh, because okay. I, <laughs> I was practicing. I was like, "How do I say that?" But but that <laughs> idea. But I really feel like that idea and concept is really what uh, is is the inner workings of 
those relationships and even the fascination that people have had, you know, how we went from uh, worrying about Trump and Russia to Rob Kardashian and Black China. I think it has a lot to do with covetousness. So would you kind of walk us through kind of an introductory piece of understanding uh, this word and this term that I think has been misunderstood for years and it's been avoided like the plague because it was in Leviticus. But <laughs> the reality of it is it is very real and a lot of us may be living in it right now. Yeah, covetousness, uh, and, and, and you say correctly, covetousness. Okay. Um, you, you, you say the American way, I say the, the, uh, the British way. But the, the, here's the reality of, of this uh, particular sin, and it, it's uh, actually a foundational sin. Um, it's, it's actually in the King, in the New Living Translation or the King James, it, it's translated greed. Okay. It can be translated lust. Um, in, in the original language, it speaks of a legitimate desire that, ha- that has lost its boundaries. Wow. And, and so, um, one scripture, I think it's, um, the, the apostle John in one of his epistles calls it the lust of the eye. Mm-hmm. The lust of the eye is, 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 is you see something and immediately upon, um, uh, visualizing or, or seeing this thing, um, you feel like whatever you have is not enough. You've got to have that to make you happier. Wow. And um, and it happens all the time. I mean, it, it can happen as, as, as something as simple as as scrolling through your Instagram page and you see uh, someone's life and you all of a sudden your life is not enough anymore. You want that life. Forgetting that the people are posting the highlights of their lives, not their everyday life. Right. Right. And so you're measuring your everyday life to, to the, the uh, 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 every moment of your life by the best moment of their lives. Wow. And, 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 and it, it leaves us unhappy, depressed, disappointed, discouraged, and, and, and in some cases suicidal. Wow. Because we're looking at other people's lives and it, it feels like God has forgotten us and, and, and we feel like, okay, there's, there's got to be more. And then we start working extra hard to get what these people have only to find out that, that we, can't, we can't keep that pace up. Right. And then when I get it, it's never, it's not sad. It's always, it always feels like I don't have enough. It's, it, it always feels like I have to keep going for something else. Right. And so that's that's what covetousness is about. Yeah, it's it's interesting because I think historically uh, there had not been a lot of teachings on that over the years uh, in church. But when I had heard of it, it was always kind of in the context of, you know, uh, somebody else's husband or somebody yeah. else's wife. But basically what you're saying, I mean, really things like social media and the like uh, could really help to, to fuel this feeling of covetousness. Let me ask you this. How does one know the difference between, let's say I look on Instagram and I see, uh, you know, somebody's just gotten this great job. Um, how do I know the difference between I'm being inspired by that to want to do more versus I'm actually coveting what I'm seeing? That's good. That's a good question. Well, um, one is, you know, and that's, uh, we talked about this in, in the series where um, we see something and we put hashtag goals, relationship right. goals, um, whatever. Um, uh, the, the, what we have to keep in mind is inspiration feels like a drawing. You feel drawn. Okay. Coviciousness feels like a driving. Ooh. All right. You, one, one draws you and you say, you know what? One says to you, come up. Okay. Okay, come up. The other, uh, you can do better. The other one says, the other one says to you is, I got to have that. Mm. 
So, so it's a different, it's a different um, form. When, with matter of fact, the, the you know the Bible, as we talked about it in the series, and I wish everyone could get this series. It's called. Matter of fact, it's, it's, it's the second in the series, in our, in our 2017 series. It's from Exodus 2017. And what we're dealing with basically is, is um, overcoming the obsession with what, what we don't have or the obsession with what other people have. Mm-hmm. Um, I will never get more from God until I'm grateful for what God has already given me. That's good. Um, God would limit, he will limit what he gives to me. Until I learn two valuable lessons in the space that he is relegating me to. I have to learn the lesson of gratefulness. I have to be grateful to God that I, although I don't have what everyone else, everyone else have, I have, I have more than some people do and sometimes more than I deserve. Okay. Based on the, the decisions I made or whatever. Yeah. That's so it's gratefulness. I have to, in that, in that space of, of maybe not having what everyone else have or has, I, I learn to be grateful to God. And then, um, I learned creativity, mm-hmm. and I think that's the big thing that we miss is when we when we spend our lives wishing we were there and not here, and wishing we had that and not this. But what happens to us, Gerard, is that is that we cease to be creative. So you, your house is is, uh, is eight hundred square feet and not eight thousand square feet like the dream house that's in your mind. Mm-hmm. But my thing is, can you be creative and turn turn that small space into a home? Yeah. Can can, can you work out? Or ways to make it work. Can you be creative? Can you make it not so much uh, settle? Because remember, we said dust settles. People shouldn't. Right. But but what? But I think that um, it, it it lends itself to it invites us. It draws us to to be creative and to to find ways to to. Uh, uh, I, I mean, go to a website and say, okay, I'll, I'll put this here and I'll do that, mm-hmm. and, and it allows me to 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 grow. Yeah. As instead of of of, of resenting and, and and resisting the place that I'm in and not allow myself to be grateful and creative where I am. Stay tuned for more of today's teaching with Pastor Hart Ramsey. Let's go! Have you subscribed to Hart Ramsey's Uplift? It's his national text message service where daily you get to hear from the heart of God through the man of God. Heart Ramsey. To subscribe, simply text the word Uplift to the number 46786. Once again, text the word Uplift to the number 46786. And daily you'll receive a text message designed to uplift your spirit, encourage your heart, and empower your walk. Subscribe today to Heart Ramsey's Uplift. Amen. Pick up the new release from Stellar Award nominees Hart Ramsey and the NCC Family Choir titled True Story, featuring the lead single, It Is So. Pick up the chart-topping release from Hart Ramsey and the NCC Family Choir titled True Story, in stores now and available at all digital outlets. Now let's get back to today's teaching with Pastor Hart Ramsey. Wow, that's that's good. Why, why do you think it is? And I don't know if this is American Christianity. I don't know if it's 
cultural Christianity or if it's just how some people are. I don't know. But why do you think it is that it is so hard for our natural reaction to be grateful for what we have? For instance, you know, let's say last year, you know, you had a scenario where you were you were living in a one bedroom apartment and now you're in a two bedroom apartment and suddenly you, you know, where you certainly didn't have enough space then now where you seemingly have more space now it's not enough why why do you think we are just not naturally grateful considering all that god has already done for us well you know um the human nature um is is designed to grow you know right. um we we live in all many of us matter of fact all of us are accustomed to the the normal that adam assigned us to when he chose to sin against god so i th- i think what it does is um, as we grow, we require different things. Okay. And so there's nothing wrong with, with uh, aspiring. There's nothing. Matter of fact, the Bible says in, in Psalm that the Lord says, um, um, the Lord shall increase you and your children more and more. So, so God is the God of increase and it's natural for us to desire to increase and to be better. And, and, and um, matter of fact, even in, in our pleasing God and in, in being productive in life, Jesus said in John 15 that we go from fruit to more fruit to much fruit. And he says, herein is your father glorified that you you bear much fruit, so it's 30, 60, 100 fold. It's, it's good, better, best. Um, we, we desire to move through, and that's good. There's nothing wrong with the progression. The problem is, is when when I, I'm skipping or I'm designed to skip steps because my heart has been contaminated with something I'm idolizing because covetousness is a form of worship. Wow. It, it, it is overvaluing the things of this world. It, it, it's, it's the belief that possessions, positions, platforms and people, especially those that, that, that are enjoyed by other people, can make us happy or self-sufficient. And I don't know if you remember me saying this, but I dealt with this issue of self-sufficiency. Yes. And God has a problem with self-sufficiency because me trying to be self-sufficient or independent of God means I want to be able to succeed in life and have what I, I need without trusting him for it. Hmm. I'm treating God like the middleman. Wow. My, my, my goal is to get to the stuff. I want the stuff, and the stuff is what my eyes are on. That's what my, my heart is about. But I treat God as the middleman. God, I serve God to get the stuff. Yeah. It makes me, that makes me happy. That makes me self-sufficient. It, I, I, I want, I, and I, listen, it's one thing to be able to sow into the offering or give tithe and offering, and then God bless me. That's one thing. But suppose suppose I could get God out the middle and don't have to sow anything, but just have all the money I need. Mm. Then I, I don't have to worry about a day in my life. When God is saying, if, if you have me, you never have to worry a day in your life, regardless of your situation and your circumstances. If, if you're serving me the way you're supposed to and, and you're trusting me day to day, yeah. I will I will provide you your daily bread. I will I will create rivers in the desert. Uh, I, I, I would I would bless you in ways that you won't believe. The blessing of the Lord and make it rich and add no sorrow to, uh, to, with it. Um, and so, God is saying that's what I want to be to you. But you're saying, okay, God, I get it, but this is what I want. Can, <laughs> right. If you if you bless me with a million dollars, I promise you, I, I tithe, I build churches, I do whatever. And you're actually trying to bribe God to get the money so you won't have to trust Him anymore. Covetousness mm. is about putting value on created things. We said possessions, what I have, positions, um, who I could be, platforms, where I could shine, and people. This is, and the people part of it is interesting because now I'm, I'm looking at social media and I see so-and-so with their crew right. of, 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 of the knowns. And I look at my crew and my crew is a crew of unknowns. Wow. Yeah. So, so I'm trying to do different things to get in that circle of the knowns 
thinking that if I, if, if I was in the circle of the people that are known, it'd make me happier. And really and truly, you talk to you talk to anybody, you talk to anybody anywhere, and they'll tell you stuff does not make you happy. Right. I fly a helicopter to work every Sunday morning. I, the helicopter lands. Listen, in my backyard at the helipad in my backyard. Wow. Uh, a pilot meets me at the garage. Takes my 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 um my suit out there, and I follow him. They they get me strapped into the helicopter. We lift out every Sunday morning from my backyard, and we fly forty five minutes to to safe harbor. I, I preach there, then the helicopter takes off, fly me back to Dothan, drop me at the helipad at the church, where a car is waiting for me when I get finished preaching. And, bring, and, and you would think, man, that's the life. But let me tell you something. Mm. I remember I was sharing this with the church. I remember at the at the height of this. I mean, we we were um. We're doing ministry at such a high pace that we needed we, aircraft for me are not two are not toys, they're tools. Right. I don't like flying, it's dangerous. Mm-hmm. But we had a we had a plane and we had a helicopter. Wow. And and here I'm I didn't drive anywhere. And if I did drive, I was in a car service or a, a limo or something. And here's what those were the most miserable days of my life. My goodness. There were times I, w- I would come, I'll be leaving a Bible study on a Thursday night, flying back. It's dark out. Other people would be saying, man, this is exciting. And I would cry all the way back wow. saying, God, I'm so empty. Wow. Stuff can't fill you. You have a God spot on the inside of you. And that God spot craves connection with God. Anything that you try to put in that God spot is going to disappoint you. So it takes me back to the um, the Rob Kardashian and Black China thing. Mm-hmm. Is that the reason we pursue these things is because we're looking for something. Really, we're looking for someone. Right. We're trying to find him in the stuff, in the relationships, in the in, in the fame, in, in the name, and in, in all these different things. We're trying to find him, and 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 the we need to, the moment we settle down and say, you know what, I, I, this is not working. Mm-hmm. I I need to do it the right way. Mm-hmm. I, I need to, I need to get close to God. What's going to happen to us is we're going to find that bit by bit, as we release the things that are substitutes and the real comes in, mm-hmm. we start finding that we're filled. And then this is going to bless you. It will take less to satisfy us. When it takes less to satisfy you, God will, I I say it like this. When you, when you are properly downgraded, you qualify for the upgrade. And sometimes your downgrade is an upgrade. Wow. 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 I I, I guess uh, the, the 20th century Prophet Christopher Wallace, aka the notorious B.I.G., had it right. Mo money, mo problems. Yes. <laughs> I mean, yes. yeah, it's it's crazy. So, why do you think it is? And and I'm really curious for this, particularly for those who are believers. Why isn't Jesus attractive enough? That's an excellent question. And here's why: because we don't preach him enough. Wow. Most listen. Let's be honest, man. You go to the average church, and I'm not listen. I love pastors. Yes. I love local pastors. I love mega church pastors. I love. If I've been a pastor for a long time, mm-hmm. and if you can do this and still love people and still love God, then listen. So I'm gonna say that I'm not throwing shade on pastors, right? But what we have done to people over the years is we preach everything, but most people don't know very much about Jesus besides he died on the cross, he performed miracles, and that he went back to heaven and sits at the right hand of the Father. That's it. They don't understand that every book of the Old Testament shows us a different aspect of Jesus. Wow. Every, every sacrifice in the Old Testament 
points to a sacrifice that he made on our behalf. There's so many things we could be teaching about him. When I start teaching Jesus to my people, listen, the, the People told me, number one, they felt more loved by God, and number two, they fell in love with God more. Wow. The problem, the, the problem, the, the reason Jesus is not enough is because we don't preach him as enough. My goodness. And, and, and when we started, you know, I'm going to tell you how you know you're in a church where the Lord is not preached enough. And the praise and worship leader has to say, he's not just saying it by habit, mm-hmm. but he has to say, if you love God, do blank. Mm. Because what it's saying is that they're still teaching the people, even through the worship service, that your love for God is demonstrated in performance. No, really what happens, and, and, and they're thinking, um, well, uh, I will get them to respond because they're not motivated just by the pure and sheer knowledge that, the, that Jesus Christ has done all of this. Wow. But I promise you, when you start to preach Jesus to people and worship begins to happen, it happens spontaneously. Yes, it does. I was just at Pastor Jason Nelson's house. Let me tell you something, man. You 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 better not let a match in that place. It would it would ignite. Wow! Because these people have a, 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 a response to the word where where Jesus the, the, the topic I mean the title of his last record Jesus revealed. Yes. Jesus has apparently been revealed to that congregation. My goodness! And it, it only happens when the men when the men and women of God of that house begin to begin to teach Jesus from different aspects. Yeah. Showing showing the different. Uh, how is he enough? How is he the bread of life? Jesus made some some strong, strong assertions. He told a woman, he said, you drink of this water, you'll never thirst again. Right. And the problem we've seen, Gerard, covetousness is thirst. We, mm. we, we see people thirsty. Yeah. Yes, they are. Yeah. But you know what? Let's, it's easy to throw stones at them, but they're, they're thirsty for acceptance because we have not preached to them that they are accepted wow. already in the beloved. Wow. I said so they're thirsty for stuff they already have, but don't know they have it. It's like you begging for money um, on the street because you don't know there's money in your wallet. Good grief. So Good grief. It, it makes me think of uh, how crazy it would sound to say that the only way that we could love our spouses is to think about all the stuff that our spouses do for us. Versus yeah. just saying we just love them for who they are. Who you are. But, but you know what? And, and that's a powerful analogy. Uh, because that's a powerful thing. In order to know who a person is, you have to spend time with them. That's right. And and, and, and you know what's great, too, is when if, if someone knows your spouse, mm-hmm. uh, and if you've sat down with a member of the, of the family and they start telling you who the person is and showing, them, showing you pictures of the person, you know, um, um, I was able to see some, uh, my wife has, um, someone posted some pictures of her years ago. Oh, wow. And and um and I didn't even know she would kill me for saying this, but uh but uh, there's one picture that that she went through a time in her life where she was she had gotten really she was broke someone broke her heart she was broken hearted she gained so much weight and when I saw the picture I didn't even know who she was wow <laughs> and and she and she I saw she's laughing I mean she saw the picture she's laughing she talked but when she begins to revisit the time that season in her life she, here's what she said to me she said I totally forgotten about that season of my life she said I was so heartbroken. Wow, and, and as she began to tell me the story of her heartbreaking stuff, man, my heart went out to her, and I became so much more endeared to her mm-hmm. because I learned another part of her life. Yeah, and the more the more she's she unfolds of a, of a past in her life to me, the more endeared I feel. But well, that's what we're supposed to be doing with Jesus. Yes, 
It's showing them more and more who he is, why he did what he did. I made a statement at Pastor Jason Nelson's church that people were like, what? And and, and it's, it's a statement that I've made. I've heard Joseph Prince say it, mm-hmm. um, that the only man-made things in heaven are the wounds of Jesus Christ. My goodness. And and when when I, and I teach this, and I believe this with all my heart, when, he, when the Bible says he ever lived to make an accession, I said this before in one of the podcasts, it's not, it, he's not up there praying for us every day. He doesn't, he doesn't have to say a word. His wounds. There's no, there are no wounds in heaven. Wow. So why did God choose to have him uh, ascend and sit um, on his right hand with the wounds still intact? Well, the wounds are serving as the receipts of our, of our redemption. The, the wounds are proof that, that the, what he did worked. You see what I'm saying? And so, wow. and so the fact that he kept the wounds. My goodness. The, 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 um, he, uh, and, and, uh, in the prophecy, it says, he, uh, I was wounded in the house of my friends. Mm-hmm. In other words, y'all did this to me, but I'm keeping this because because I bore your sin. And when we start preaching this to people and showing them Jesus from the aspect of a willing servant who came to sacrifice his life to, to redeem God's family back to him and how and the things that he went through on purpose and not just so much. We say things like if you were the only one, he would have died for you. That's a good opening statement. Mm-hmm. Let's develop that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's talk some more. I mean, because as we teach more and people get to know him, they get to love him more. Oh, man. This is this is such good stuff. And I really hope you guys have learned something from this because I do believe that perhaps our fascination with other things is because we really have not had a chance to learn about the Jesus who loves us so much. What a session. Oh, my gosh. This was incredible. You guys have to replay this, and you've got to share this with your friends because I think it will absolutely help them. Um, and you can have them subscribe to our podcast here on iTunes or on Google Play. Rate us and, of course, leave some comments for us. And on social media, we want to hear your feedback, what you've been learning. So reach out to us and use the hashtag heart to heart. That's H-A-R-T, the number two, and H-E-A-R-T. And we may read some of your comments on a future podcast episode. With that said, we'll see you back here next time on Course with Heart Ramsey.